0: following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, a podcast that is, say it with me, sometimes funny but always awkward. What, what? Sorry. I've been watching a lot of Cougar Town. Um, If you don't watch Cougar Town yet or have never done it because it's no longer on the air, um, do it. It's fun. It's on Hulu. It's by the same people that do scrubs and totally obsessed. We talked about it last time. Um, But I have finally found a name for my wine glass. Thank you to the four people who mentioned a name Um, and... He will be very excited, but my friend Brian Clerk has named my wine glass Winona Ryder. Yeah. So, Brian, congrats! You win absolutely nothing. Um, my, I don't know, a thousand people that listen to this now know your first name um, and last name. Oops. Do you want them to know your address and social security number as well? So, me and Winona Ryder. Uh, actually share the same birthday so it even was perfect that he came up with that name not even knowing that um, so I saw that and before it was going to be Big Mama which I really enjoyed two people actually uh, suggested that one but I had to decide on Wynona Ryder because that's my girl you know um, and just so you guys know I am still having that burping problem it's really bad And my doctor doesn't really think it's anything, but like, I've never burped this much in my life. So I'm going to be trying to take some breaks, but just know that I'm also drinking wine and it's going to make me burp. And I'm a mess, but what else is new? Nothing. It's me. I'm a mess. Hi, I'm Amber. So today I wanted to get something out and I was trying to think of what I wanted to get out. But I really couldn't think of anything specific. Um, I know that I really wanted to talk about my experience with therapy. So I think it's finally going to be that time where I sit down with you guys and I tell you about my therapy. I'm going to take a sip of wine for this one. Oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm drinking Niagara Landing. Um, It's like a pineapple Moscato of some sort. It is so sweet. And it tastes like a pina colada wine. It's oh, so wonderful. So no coffee time today. It's going to be wine time. Uh, because all I've been drinking is, I don't know, like the homebrew coffee. But I will say, I got a new hairdresser. And my old hairdresser is one of my absolute best friends. Um, but she's a little far away, uh, about an hour and a half. So it's hard to keep up, um, and honestly, I'd rather just go down to visit rather than go down to, like, get my hair done. Like, I just want to go visit her. I don't want to go to her for like, I'm gonna pay you to listen to my problems kind of thing. Um, but I found a new hairdresser that's a lot closer. We were able to talk the whole time, which. I personally find as like a type of therapy which I love she did a really nice cut on me and I'm going back to get a blonde which I'm so excited about I look better blonde I just that's just what I do I look better blonde 100 percent so I finally found a really good hairdresser that I really liked and we were talking about of course what else coffee and I had told her you know to try the caramel macchiato that I always get from Starbucks and she texted me today and she was like, I actually tried that. And I'm so glad you recommended it because I needed something like it was the change I needed in my coffee routine. And I'm just like, girl, thank you for recognizing my taste. And she was like, I'm so sorry for getting your phone out of the computer and texting you. And I'm like, if it's about coffee, text me any day or night. And so... You can say that our relationship's going really well. Um, first date, and she's already texting me the next day, so whatever. I find hairdressing, like, when you go to the appointments, I find that to be a type of therapy, and I'm sure that any hairdressers will probably agree with you. I started my therapy journey when I was actually quite young. Um, honestly, I want to say it was, like, fifth grade when I first went to therapy. Um, I had a lot of anger, and... Looking back now, it's probably because I had undiagnosed depression, uh, and my parents had just gotten divorced, and my sister left, and so personally, I think it's it's mainly because I had all of these things going on, and the only person I really had, other than, you know, like your standard friends, the only person that I really had was my mom, so she got the good, the bad, the ugly the amber so angry she's going to pick up a chair and toss it in the direction of her mother whatever um i'm so sorry mom that is that was the turning point that was when she said we are going to a therapist i did not throw a chair at my mother i picked it up and tossed it in her direction i was a very angry person so my mom tells me that we're going to check out a therapist and she, I thought, was supposed to help me with like my anger management. This woman did nothing but make me angrier. All she did was sit there and, and instead of working on me or telling me, hey, I think your daughter has depression or anxiety, no, she said, you're manipulating your mom, you're, you know, throwing tantrums and throwing fits. And it's like, gee, I wonder why. Maybe it's because I had a fucking undiagnosed mental illness. (gasps) Sorry, I get so frustrated because, like, no one saw it. But looking back, I've had depression for so fucking long. So long. My depression comes in the form of, like, I have to do things. And if I'm not doing things, then I tell myself I'm a failure and it becomes almost to a point where it's physical, where I physically am so overwhelmed by something minuscule, like dishes in a sink, that I cannot get off the couch. It gets so bad sometimes where I don't shower, I don't clean the house, um, like I don't brush my hair. I it, it gets really bad. But I will say this, in the April, May, June, in the four months that I've been seeing my therapist, my new one, um, I haven't been in those kind of mindsets anymore. So, moving back to my um, anger management counselor, um, I just, I just, I, I wish I could like her, but honestly, looking back from what I can remember, because I was in fifth grade, from what I can remember, it was just, Her consistently telling me that I was the bad kid, I was doing bad things, and if we got anything out of it, because I only went to her for like six sessions, if I got anything out of it, it was honestly just that I needed to be nicer to my mom. So I guess my mom got what she needed out of it. I was no longer throwing chairs. I was no longer angry. I would be a little bit more obedient and and help out around the house because you know it was just the two of us. So that started my therapy journey. I did not go back to an actual therapist other than my high school counselor feels so bad for her. I would go to my middle school and high school counselors for anything. And they'd be like, um, so I'm sorry that your boyfriend broke up with you, but did you want to look at colleges? <laughs> like, no, Deborah. I need some type of therapy. And again, no one said, hey, let's get you into some therapy. Hey, you seem like you have depression. No, because it was taboo back then. No one had mental illness, only the crazies. So it's been a long time that I've been dealing um, or not dealing with my mental illness. Throughout high school, I really, I struggled with depression. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea how to handle it, and I failed, or I didn't fail anything, but I really fell behind in school, and I really struggled because I wasn't able to handle my mental illness. So come college, I think my last year of college, no, sorry, my first year of college, um, I started seeing one of the therapists, counselors in training or whatever, grad student, I started seeing her, and I saw her a couple of times. She was helpful, but just more of a listener. Uh, didn't really give me anything to do. So that's uh, that's I count her as number two therapist. And then number three therapist is in my third year of college when I went to um, Buffalo State, where once again it was kind of more of a sit there and listen. And just let me talk at you. And I just feel like I didn't have any kind of tools to deal with it. It was just, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit here and listen and that's it. So sitting there and listening is great. But I can talk to a wall and that would do the same thing. I need tools to help me. So my fourth counselor, um, I started seeing once I actually left When I, like, dropped out of school, I uh, started seeing um, this wonderful, wonderful counselor uh, out in, you know, one of the suburbs. But I hadn't seen her for a few weeks because I couldn't afford to see her. Um, Surprisingly, every single counselor I go to is, like, a hundred freaking dollars a week. But as wonderful as she was, she still did the sit and listen. So, eventually, when I finally left, um, I actually struggled a lot with not going back to her. Um, I did a lot of research to find a therapist that would accept my insurance. And, of course, no one fucking did. And I called over to a private practice. um, And when I say private practice, I mean literally, like, it's like the show private practice. With all the wellness and the yoga and the wholesome and all this other shit. Like, it's a full-on... Addison Shepherd practice um, in, you know, the fancy schmancy town. So I call them and I'm like, hey, I saw this, you know, this woman that does counseling. Like, this is what I struggle with. I'm trying to see if she has any openings. And they said, well, she does, but we think you'd be better with this guy. And I was like, no, 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 no. I don't go to guys because I have just honestly I think some part of me is just like afraid of men I don't know I really don't um but sometimes I just blame it on my feminism like I'm so feminist that I can't talk to a man um but I told them like I don't know I don't feel comfortable like I'll try it we'll do the free session whatever and I was terrified and of course the minute I sat down I started bawling my eyes out Telling him, you know, everything that's going on. And in our one, like, beginning 30-minute session, he already kind of recognized that I was at the right time in my life to actually make a change. And after I left, I was feeling good. But when I got in my car, I actually started crying even more. Because I was torn between going back to the counselor I was comfortable with or trying this new one out. Either one was going to be $100 per fucking session. And I didn't know if I could afford it. And I didn't know if I was going to just be wasting my money going to someone else. It felt like I was breaking up with my old uh, therapist. So it it was so much emotion that I ended up um, emailing the private practice. I was like, listen... I don't think that I can go to him again. it's It's not him. I think he's great. I think his approach is fantastic. Like, I just can't talk to a guy. And they were like, no one else is like him here. There's no one else. We can try to find someone, but there's no one like him. He ended up emailing me and he was like, listen, I think we can do this. And it was like a business proposal, honestly, he was like, We can do this. I can help you, and I know that you're ready to change. I was like, um shocked for lack of a better word, um that he was like so adamant about like he knew he could help me, and he knew that we could work together, and like he he really wanted to see how this would work out. So I went again. And we talked about why I felt like I couldn't go to him. And four months later, I'm still going to him. I feel like I've never felt before. I feel so normal. Like, the the stigma of normal that you think with people that don't have disabilities. With people that don't have uh, mental illness. I'm... I feel normal. Like, that's the only way I can put it. My whole life, I thought there was something wrong with me. And that, you know, I I, I would never figure it out. And when I finally figured it out, I still wasn't getting the help that I needed. And now that I have the help that I've been looking for, he gives me homework. He gives me tools. And he really practices, um, like mindfulness journaling and that kind of thing so a lot of his teachings go into my everyday life they go into me roller skating they go into me and anthony communicating and um, even in work and things like that i mean we have long-term homework we have uh, short-term homework Uh, we check in every week Um, i'm not to the point where i can do every other week right now so i had to budget in you know, $200 every paycheck to see this guy. But I just realized one day after a couple sessions, I was like, I've been doing the same thing for so long and I'm finally switching it up and I'm finally getting what I needed. And things are changing and it's a little scary because I feel like this is... It's like almost like a honeymoon phase where I'm just like, oh, all these things are great. And then all of a sudden it's going to go downhill. That's part of my anxiety. It's part of my depression, like telling me that this is too good to last. With the work that I've been doing with him, I know that this can last. And the things that we've worked on are things that I can continue to use. And I mean, we use the metaphors. We use so many metaphors. And sometimes I'll come up with a metaphor of like, oh yeah, my depression's like in the driver's seat of my car. And today, you know, I was able to put him in the car seat, in the back seat, or I was able to shove him in the trunk. And kind of personifying it takes it away from me. It kind of makes it like its own entity and and easier to kind of fight. But when I told him that, he was so excited. He like wrote it down. And then the last one that we had, the last session, I was talking about how I absorb a lot of Anthony's anxiety when he comes into a room and he just exudes anxiety and I absorb a lot of it. So I get like a sponge. I just fill, 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 fill. And I told him, I was like, I need to ring myself out sometimes. And he was just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. He was so excited. He was like, I got to write that down. I got, he was, he's just so funny. And he swears, which I freaking love. Because, like, the first time he did it, he was like, oh, sorry. I'm like, nah, you're cool. And then he just kind of started getting comfortable. And now, like, he's like, whenever this shit hits the fan. And I'm just like, yes, Tony, swear. Good. (laughs) Because I have a sailor's mouth. So it's only appropriate that my therapist feels comfortable to swear as well. So he's just the absolute bomb. And I don't know where the next few years will take me, um... Me and him are both on the same page of therapy is not a forever thing. The job of a good therapist is to not have to see that patient for their entire life. Eventually, they want to be put out of the job. And he actually told me that the first day and that, that's something that really stuck with me because it made me feel like this is not my life Forever. I am going to get to a point where my depression is not only manageable, but I I can, you know, reduce my 150 milligrams of antidepressants every day. I can reduce that to maybe 25 one day and I won't have to be afraid of postpartum depression and I won't have to be terrified of putting that on my, on my children because I'll know how to handle it. And it just makes me really excited for the future and it keeps me motivated and he keeps me motivated to continue to work on my mental health and my communication with Anthony and he listens, but he also will stop my, he'll stop me and call me on my shit. (laughs) And it just, it feels wonderful to be on the same page with a therapist. So if you get anything from me rambling on literally about myself today if you get anything from that, just know that one therapy should be for everyone. Everyone should go to therapy. Okay? It's so necessary for so many things. I don't have daddy issues. I don't have mommy issues. I don't have issues. It's literally just a chemical imbalance in my brain. I Literally nothing tragic has ever happened to me. Sorry to brag, but nothing tragic has ever happened to me. But for some reason, my mind thinks that, you know, this world isn't worth living. So having therapy, even the the multiple times that I've tried, having therapy is so beneficial. Even if you've never, if you think you've never been through anything. So number one, therapy is for everyone. Man, woman, child. Go to therapy. Honestly, men, especially you especially. You can feel feelings. You're allowed to cry. Moving on, because that's going to be a whole other episode. Um, Two, don't think that when you go to a therapist, that's your therapist for the rest of your life. It's so okay. Now, Now I know that it is so okay to switch therapists if they're not working for you. They could be the most wonderful people in this entire world, but if they don't work for you, you can't you can't keep seeing them. It's a waste of your money and it's a waste of their time. Number three, go do something that's out of your comfort zone. If what you've been working on is not changing anything and you want to see that change, move a little bit out of your comfort zone. Cry the whole way if you have to, like I did, but you will be so happy That's all I have for today. Um, Thank you for listening to my 30-minute rant on my own uh, therapy stories. If you guys want, you can email me your therapy stories at fatgirljokespodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear how therapy has helped you um, or if you've been inspired to go seek out therapy, um, whether by me or by someone else. I would love to hear stories like that as well. Also, um, go follow me on uh, Fat Girl Jokes Podcast on Instagram. I'll eventually get a Facebook going, but, uh, you know, stay fat. What are you doing? Yeah, go downstairs. Get the fuck out of here. It's my record time. Get out of here. Close the door. Leave. Now walk out the door. Just turn around now. Because I don't want you anymore. Chloe left me as well. Motherfucker. Vibing.